lot of art stuff for duck call companies yeah, or like some, duck yeah, call yeah, makers. Yeah. That's yeah, a, a I see bit. a lot of that stuff from you. Is that how mm -hmm. like you started doing a lot of your art or is that something that stems from like way back? Yeah. So like I was always like an artsy kid growing up. Okay. Um, I was an artsy kid growing up, elementary school, early high school, artsy kid. Uh, and then, then I ended up on a, on a baseball team. Uh, so then I played pretty competitive baseball growing up. Okay. Um, I had some scholarship offers uh, and stuff like that. And then just like never looked at art ever again, tore my groin, all those scholarship offers didn't pan out. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, like art's always been something that's on the fringe. Like I'm, like I'm an art, artsy person. Like I've always, I guess like when, I, I guess I never think of it as art, but like uh, I had a knife forge for a couple of years where I was like, you know, I just like built a propane forge. I'd make knives for, for no other reason than just like, I thought it was fun to hammer on steel. That's really um, cool. And, and just like different projects like that where I'm always like creating something. Um, so yeah, it's always been on the fringe. I guess it's like one of those things that I, I, yeah, I still to this day when people are like, oh yeah, you're right. I'm like, I, I don't know if I call it that. I just call it doodles. Cause like, that's, <laughs> I feel like that's all it is. I'm like, it's, yeah. So if you could see some of my concept sketches, it is, it is doodles is, is gracious, but uh, <laughs> so I'd never done digital art my whole life. Never. Uh, I'm not a computer person. So the, the funny thing is now is like people see that I've done logos and they reach out to me like for computer advice every once in a while. Like, Hey, like you build websites. Uh, and so like, I don't own a computer. Uh, like I have the iPad that we're doing this on and I have my cell yeah. phone. That is, that is the only technology I own. I don't own a laptop. I don't own any of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm not very tech savvy. So like I'd never done digital art. And then uh, there was a friend of mine who was looking, he was in Ontario and he was looking for some help on something, uh, a logo he had and he had drawn it up, but he was having trouble like digitizing it. And he's like, Hey, could you color this for me? And it started out, that I was like doing it, but I was doing it on paper and then sending photos back and forth. And he was trying to get it scanned. And it was like this nightmare. And I was like, well, why don't I just get like, there's a, there was a young lady at work who does digital art. And I was like, Hey, what are you doing? And she's like, my iPad. I was like, okay, I can wrap my head around an iPad. Yeah. And most most four-year-olds can, so I should be okay. So I, I bought an <laughs> iPad used and then just uh, downloaded the app. She told me to download and uh, then helped him out, which worked. Then I helped the Punisher for uh, Punisher waterfowl guys out. They were the ones that gave me my first gig. Um, which I was super grateful for. I did a couple of pinup pens for them. I remember uh, which, seeing those. Yeah, yeah which really is, cool. It's crazy. Like, I always feel bad sometimes with art. So I don't know. People can come after me for this one, but like, it's always weird. Like, our art is an evolution. So it's like I look at like the first couple of pieces I've done to now, and it's like it just is constantly evolving, right? So like, right. your latest piece is always maybe your cleanest piece. So like, you always look back at your and you're like, ah, I wish I'd done that better. But anyway, so like, I look back at those and I'm like, Ooh. but those guys gave me a start. Uh, and we worked together and those were awesome and they put yeah. faith in me and then from there you know uh then 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 a fishing company reached out to me randomly which i did um and then uh call maker i think like cody law was probably i don't know if, if you know game game calls cody law is a, a fairly large name reached out to me and early on and was all in like gave me faith to create his logo and it blows my mind because like i said now like i look at this as doodles and like these like I don't know, man. I, and I always like put up these appreciation posts and I never know if I like do it to the extent that like what's in my heart, but it's like, th this is this people's livelihood. Like whether they're a part-time right. call maker or a full-time call maker, like they want me to like draw something that's going to help them sell calls, which like may be dramatic, but like that puts either a puts gear in their truck or B puts food in their family's mouths. And that's like, that's like, it's crazy to me that you're like reaching out to me. Who's a nobody uh, to, to doodle something to of that import. But yeah. So anyways, I've never done digital art. I bought an iPad, uh, in October of this last year. So seven months ago, yeah. eight months ago. Uh, and then, yeah, I've just been kind of doing it ever since, uh, just making doodles. That's, that's it. Uh, I like my goal. Number one is always I, just to like find the image that people don't know. Maybe they're after like the amount of things people are like, Hey, can you do this? And then I start asking questions and we end up way, way different than where we started, uh, is, is often, but I think like a lot of, and I don't know anything about graphic design. So again, I, I don't mean this to throw shade at anybody because I don't know, like I'm not in the industry. I'm a butcher by trade. I cut meat. I'm not a bright fella. Um, so I don't know anything about the industry, but like, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's weird when I work with these folks and like maybe some of them have um, worked in the past because obviously they got their first logo somewhere. And like, they just kind of like people just hear like, here, this is your image. Hope you like it. Yeah. And that blows my mind because like, I, I would never be able to sleep at night. So my thing is like, I always ask, like some guys I always tell them like a friend, like, Hey, 
I'd love to work with you. I'm going to ask like so many questions. You're probably going to be annoyed for like the next week. And it's like, <laughs> I ask like, cause I, I like to tuck personal stuff into things. Um, and some guys like that, some guys don't. And we discuss that. So like, and, and I won't like name names or point anything out, but it's like some guys like to have, I don't know, like it'll be something insignificant. I'm like, maybe this, this is my favorite duck. Like this is the first duck I shot with my dad. So like we work that into the image, right? Like maybe right. he's the only dude that knows it's in there but that's in there. Right. And it's like, it's those personal touches that I think like, it just makes me feel way better about what I made. Right. And I think it makes them feel way more excited to use it. So like, I don't know why people wouldn't go through that process. I mean, it's, it's more lengthy and like it consumes my time, but like I, I haven't got in it to make money. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely learned a hard lesson that like I was way undervaluing what I was doing to start. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cause you never know. Right. It's like, I don't know. I was like doing these things. I was like, I don't know. Give me 50 bucks. That sounds great. Right. And uh, I actually did a job for a fella. Uh, in Ontario again because I've been in the States kind of uh, Corey Elkerton and I was like hey he's like what are you gonna charge me I was like I don't know man let's see how long it takes and we'll figure it out so I did it all and I was like I don't know like 100 bucks Canadian so like six bucks American and he was like uh, he's like you know what I would have paid for this if I'd gone elsewhere I was like no idea not a clue I've never researched this I just started drawing for people yeah <laughs> give him the pictures I don't know he's like <laughs> anyway so like me and him had like yeah he, he was very honest and brutal and gave me some good advice. And I mean, I'm still nowhere. I still don't charge anywhere near what a graphic designer would charge. And that's not an advertisement. I just am underqualified, uh, full disclosure. And, and, and therefore I don't think I deserve what the guys who, um, have put the time and effort and have experience in for like you pay it when you pay an artist, you pay for their experience, you pay for their portfolio, um, and you pay for their knowledge. And like, I, I don't have all of that. Like I've been doing art, graphic art for, I don't know, eight months so like what i yeah so yeah so i i and I'm, I'm not working to undercharge anybody either on the flip side of that coin i just i i do me i work with people i want to work with uh for me it's way more about the connection like the amount of people in the call industry that again i, yeah, I won't like point fingers at anybody but like there's people in the call industry who have reached out to me to work with me who I've like looked at their calls for the last like year and a half and like, man, I hope one day I can afford one of their calls. They're so awesome. And then yeah. they message me and like, Hey, you want to do a logo? I'm like, what the, heck? like what upside down stranger things universe are we in that, <laughs> that you're messaging me? <laughs> like, See, but I think so, that's so cool because like, I, first of all, like you do the mail day stuff on yeah. Facebook where like, cause they'll send you calls or stickers yeah. or whatever yeah, of, I do, of like, the logos. Actually, a lot of my jobs I do in trade, right. Where it's like, yeah. they're like, Oh, this, I'm like, why don't we just, cause like your calls are probably what I, what I would charge you. So why yeah. don't we just do a swapsies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then they, then they mail them to me. Yeah. 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 But it's just so cool to see like how that collection has stacked up just based on mm. like what you've done. Cause I personally think that the stuff that you do is great. Like it's so cool that. to Very me. Much. And, uh, I think that there's a lot of people that feel that same way. And you, like, mm. you're like me, like if somebody tells me my pictures are this level or that level, I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, but thank you. It's essentially, it's hard to take a compliment yeah. with something that like you, you just don't see it looking at yourself. You are your, your own worst critic. I think and so. so. I think it's like twofold on the, I don't know, but like for critic, I think it's, and the makers, I've, all the makers I've talked to, the call makers, are in the same boat for the most part you're probably in the same boat i'm in the same boat it's like it's yeah. critic for for one part and i think like i think for me maybe this is me personally so i'm just going to say this me personally and if anyone relates to this then, then i'm not alone and that's awesome but like my thing with anything i do whether it's like calling uh whether it's my like doodles whether it's duck hunting like i never want to be the best yeah. not because i don't want to be the best at what i do but because like if i'm the best then i get bored Right. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. It's like, I don't want to be like the greatest doodler of all time. Cause like, well, okay, well then that's great. What else? Like, I'm going to go do something else in crap yet. Cause it's way funner. Right. It's way, it's way funner to improve on stuff. So like, I think a lot of us, if there's something that like you really truly enjoy, you want to have room to improve. Yeah. Well, it's a competition so, like, thing. Yeah. And I'm always yeah. in competition with myself big time. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. if everyone's like, oh, your doodles are amazing. I'm like, yeah, it could be better. Yeah. Like, I, like, it's like you keep yourself <laughs> automatically humble. Not yeah. that they're crap. Like I'm never the guy who's like, I just, draw trash yeah like I, I i can recognize it like you know i do sufficient stuff but like it's definitely a thing like in your photos man are amazing yeah. so like well, i appreciate I'll that stop Thank and you. make sure i echo that but it's probably the same right you look at a photo that i might look at and be like that's the mona lisa of waterfowl photo <laughs> and you're like well i wish i had cleaned up this corner a little bit right like it's just like you, yeah like you automatically like you draw back you're like ah, it could be better 
Because yeah. that, that keeps you that keeps you driven, right? Keeps you motivated, right? It always that's, that's, makes you think about what you're shooting. In my yeah. uh, my case, it's always like like there's the picture that I've taken of my dog that it's my Facebook profile picture. Yeah, it is like man. it is yeah. There is one thing I wish I could change about it. And really? there's a piece, there's a piece of blind grass that's coming right on his side of his face. Yeah. And nobody would look at it and see it, but I saw it and I'm like, this would be the perfect photo if that wasn't there but it also gives it some character like yeah he's in the blind like he's covering he's covered up so like there is going to be the blind grass right there so like somebody else might look at that and be like no it's still perfect like that's that gives it that little detail and i look at it and i go i just wish it wasn't there but there's it's crazy you're always your own worst critic oh yeah yeah and i love those things where like in, in photos and like i think so yeah your photos have a lot of it a lot of waterfowl photos do just by the nature where it's like it's forced perspective yes. where it's like you might have a couple like corn stalks that are like right like two inches in front of the lens and then the bird's like yeah. 20 feet away i love yeah. that where it's like you're looking through i don't know that's that's my jam like whenever there's like grass layered over i'm like oh yeah. i'm all for it like, yeah yeah, yeah, they, yeah that's the depth of the photos that you can really get into is like incorporating foreground and background yeah. and like and like you said like you start to look at that kind of stuff as you go on and be like, that's what I like. That's what other people like. Mm -hmm. How do I incorporate that into the photo to make this more interesting? Because if it's just a picture of a bird flying with a blue sky behind it, it's like to most people, it's probably a good shot. But to me, I look at it and I go, it's boring. Yeah. Well, do you have like, yeah. With with photographer, you would have, you do have, because I, I I would say like when I scroll through Facebook, I, I would probably like not, I mean, like not out of a lineup, but I would, I, I know your work when I see yeah. it. You know what I mean? It's you, you, you have a style yes. and, and, and to, I don't know, to loop this all back to where the start was like, yeah, with my art, I definitely have my own style. Like it's, yes. it's funny. Like guys are like, I want you to draw this. And I was like, I can do that. But have you seen my other stuff? They're like, well, right. why? That's not what I'm looking for. I was like, cause it's going to look that vibe. Like yes. that vibe will be in your thing. It'll be a different picture. Yeah. It's still going to look like my vibe. And that's, um, and that's just the way it goes. So as long as like as long as you're on board with that, I'm willing to I'm willing to do right. it. If you don't like my vibe, I'm just gonna like. And I'm honest with people. I mean, I think anyone who's who's approached me will hopefully echo that because that's number one for me. It's like I will I will I will turn away work if if it doesn't feel right, or if if I know that I can't deliver on it, I will say like, right. hey, that image sounds awesome. I'm just not the guy. Yeah. Like if if you don't like like if you look at five of my pieces and four of them you don't like. I'm probably not going to be able to do this for you. And it's not that I don't want to do it. Right. I just, I would rather you have an image that you were pumped about than ever have to settle for something I drew. Yeah. Right. And I think that's, that's just where I'm at, but. But yeah, I think it's, it's that cool. too, like you have like a niche, like a lot oh, yeah. of, a lot of graphic designers that you meet are going to be like, Oh, I work in this industry, this industry. I do stuff yeah. for all of these different types of industries, but like for you, it's mostly mm-hmm. waterfall yeah which is really yeah waterfowl cool. fishing yeah uh, outdoors like, yeah 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 outdoor stuff yeah yeah i think so and that just happens to be like the facebook groups i'm on like there's the odd person outside of that that approaches me um i also do zero advertising uh other than like like i do appreciation posts for like the art that i do for the company like if that makes right. sense yes. and i always tell yeah. guys like they're like hey should i tag you i was like sure tag me i'm gonna like i'm gonna repost your company all over the place like, i don't yeah i'm not looking for anything out of this yeah um so like it's not like I advertise, right? So I, I also I also I know there's a few few people like you got to start pushing into this. And it's like I don't I don't know because like I have a full time job, right? Uh, right? Like and I and I don't know graphic graphic design or doodling or whatever uh, the career path would be is it's kind of feast your family. Like I might have yeah. six six projects on the go or I might have no projects on the go. So when right. you got a mortgage mortgage to pay, that's kind of tough to to do. So at this point, it's just a hobby. So so right yeah. now I lean I lean into the pieces I like, which I like outdoor stuff. Yeah. Um, uh and and i just kind of go there like i'm not hunting down work i'm not i, I could i'm sure advertise for more but i, I don't i don't know somewhere i'm at right now and yeah. and for me it's more about the connection like so being in the like being uh as pumped about waterfowling as i am and calling uh working with people honestly is more uh probably what i get out of my art so like like yeah. you said they send me calls and stuff to go back to the collection so a lot of times like sometimes those calls are tips um or like i give them the bill they tell me like that's ridiculous and then they tip me a call or or sometimes we do it in <laughs> trade um but like everything i've added to my collection so i started out 
I bought uh, Ducklander Calling Company. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I've heard it, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I, I heard Bobby talking on a podcast. Uh, hmm, I want to say it was the HP Waterfowl podcast way back. Yeah. Could be wrong. Podcast. Could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember if that was that. I'm trying to think if it was that one. Anyways, heard about him podcast. I was like, this guy is awesome. Like, he was a dude that was passionate. He was all about getting like new people learn how to call. Uh, he was very much about like be a minimalist, get in the field, just like pushing that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, perfect. That's where I'm at. Cool. Someone who's like opening the door. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm that, and so which is weird when I say I'm not a techie guy. The only reason I got Facebook <laughs> slightly before I started doing like this, uh, the the doodling was because that was the way you had to message Ducklander because that was before you had the new website and stuff. So like you had to message them on Facebook Messenger, and my wife wouldn't let me use her Facebook. <laughs> because <laughs> she's like i don't want a bunch of like duck call companies messaging me i was like oh fine i'll like open up a facebook so i had ne- I had never had facebook before that um so that was literally the only reason i got a facebook was to get a hold of bobby hayes from duck under a call company so messaged him i said hey i've never called before i, I own a buck gardener double nasty i don't know what i'm doing what should i do he like walked me through and he spent his time uh awesome guy so 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 i'm i'm a i'm pretty big on like yeah, just like brand loyalty. That, that that's something yeah. I think a lot of people should be bigger on, and which is hard with all the sh- uh, the small cop the small shop call makers, because like it's hard to be like each one of them does their own thing, right? So it's hard to have brand yeah. loyalty. But so I started out and I said, you know what? I bought my duck lander calls. I said I will never buy another duck call. Duck lander calls all over on. So then I started collecting duck lander calls because I was like, I just want to support Bobby. I'm going to buy duck lander calls. I probably had at one point like 13 duck lander calls, different <laughs> models, different different things. And, and they're all black and tan. I had to have black and tan calls. Like, uh, again, waterfowlers for all we're worth and all of the things that we do, it all boils down to one common thread. Is like, we are finicky as shit about colors and yeah. we all love to collect stickers. I don't care who you are as a waterfowler. <laughs> you would stab your brother in the face for a sticker. Like, I, 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 that's, that seems to be always the way it is. It's like, I got something. I didn't get a free sticker. Like, it is the weirdest. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I've, I've probably done as many call trades as I've done sticker trades where it's like, hey, I've got these three decals. You've got those three decals. And I've, I've shipped stickers all over North America to trade for other stickers because guys get excited about it. Anyways, yeah. side note. But so anyway, so I, uh, yeah. So I, I started buying those. And then I got super pumped on them. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to do duck calling, I'll do goose calling. And then I had no idea where to start in the goose calling world. I still don't know how to run a goose call very well, to full disclosure. Uh, but I came across uh, Rusty Heron, Heron Game Calls. He was on a Punisher podcast. Same thing. I was like, this is a guy who's passionate about getting new people in. He's Canadian. So I was like, at this, that was the first Canadian call maker I heard of. I was like, finally, someone in Canada. I'm going to buy that guy's shit till the end of time. He's Canadian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know if they were good at that point. I was like, he's Canadian. He was on a podcast. He sounds like a decent guy. I'll buy his calls. So I, I bought his calls, um, again, black and tan. All my calls had to be black and tan when I started out. And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm just buying calls. Like I was like, I was, I was like chasing waffle sites. I was like every used post I was scrounging through for like Ducklander calls, Heron calls, which I still have the most of those calls now. But like, it just, it was like missing something, right? Like I was just collecting calls. And at the end of the day, calls are like they're chunks of wood and they're pieces of plastic that like, if you know what you're doing, can quack. But there wasn't anything more there, right? Like it's like you have this thing on the wall, and I don't know, man. I don't, I'm not like a mushy person, but there's just it was all the word was calls. So then I started working with these small shop call makers, and I'm trying to remember even how I got the first. So the first small shop call I got, I think, was Cody Law's call. Yeah, it was Cody Law's call. So I did a job with Cody Law, Lawman Game Calls, and I did his logo. And we were halfway through the process and we kind of like tacked on another logo and still didn't know what the hell I was doing. He's like, Hey, can you do this? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? It's all part of the bill. It's just another thing. <laughs> and he's like, you guys, he's like, he's like, you guys like the barter system up in Canada. I was like, you like it down in Florida. He's like, yep. I was like, me too. So, um, cause I had messaged him like a few days earlier. Cause he had posted up like an in progress pick of like all the pieces of a call he's building. And it was like this patina patina brass band like african blackwood and i'd never seen african blackwood in person that i can think of and i was like that thing is gorgeous so like, what does a call run for like i didn't know right like i'd been buying used ducklander calls or new ducklander calls and stuff and i didn't know and he told me i was like oh, okay cool yeah it's just on the budget and then we were working on stuff and then it was like halfway through he's like well you do seven partners like, he's like you still like that call i was like yeah man and so we set up a trade uh that was the first small shop call i got um and 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 so less so about the call, 
itself, but it was just about the fact that like, I mean, me and Cody through that whole process um, of, of making his logo and chatting about things that were important to him that I could work into the thing, like whether or not he was like knew maybe those were my questions were after, but it was like finding out things about his life, finding out what things were important to him, talking about why he liked chasing ducks, uh, talking about, you know, just making calls, shooting each other. I mean, most call makers are night owls. It seems they're either night owls or also I'm just three hours behind the rest of everyone who waterfowl hunts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like everyone's like, Oh, waffle at like 8 PM. I'm like, well, that's right in the middle of dinner. Like, it's just like always a, <laughs> just the way it's like, you're like way later than I am. I'm probably keeping up, but that's uh, oh, so yeah. anyways, we'd always chat like late at night. Like, Oh yeah. It's like, I don't know, just random stuff about waterfowl hunting. Random, like I'd ask him stupid questions. Like, and, and to me, they weren't stupid questions. Cause I didn't know, like I was still learning about a lot of right. calling. Like I knew, I knew a lot about Ducklander calls. I understood how their calls, I understood the, the theory about how their calls work. I didn't, I didn't know there was universal rules. I didn't know there was, you know, I, I never owned a wooden duck call because in in, up in the Pacific Northwest, I thought like, well, it's always humid here, wood calls, that'll be a nightmare. Um, right. So I just never even looked. But then I like talking to him. So I learned, like, learned lots, right? And it was, it was that connection. So for me, like the call itself is an awesome call. Uh, honestly, I, I, out of all the calls, I own one of his is, is probably like the, it was like Cinderella's glass slipper. Like he tuned that thing. Like I picked it up and I was like, wow, I was like, Holy crap, I can blow a duck. Off. <laughs> so, um, but it was like, it was that, right. So like that call sits on my shelf and it's a beautiful call. It's and, and, and every call I own and every call I've looked at and chased, like I, I doodle and that's maybe my form of art. Like the art that these guys create with a, with a tube of wood um, to me is way more, insane because like not only are they making something that's like aesthetically pleasing from like the silhouette of the call to the materials they choose to the color combinations which they have no control over whether or not it has grain or no grain like it's also like you'd be like if i was doodling but i didn't get to pick the color of the pencil crayon right like it's right, just very right. and so like, they different have, they, yeah. yeah they do all that and then at the end of it you can make sounds with it like it's just right. Like it's, it's, that's a whole level to level for me. When I look at it, I'm like, you guys are doing real art. But yeah. so more, more than all of that, like more than the fact that it represents his craftsmanship, more than the fact that it represents a, a, a badass call that'll kill a lot of ducks. Like it, it's just, it's a representation for me of that connection that I, I got to have with a guy that for in Florida, for all intents and purposes for my entire life, unless something, you know, lines up stars wise that I'll ever get to shake the man's hand. I would never meet. Right. right. So it's just like this weird world now where I'm, I'm at, where I connect with these people. So I, and that, that was like that moment. I remember getting that call and thinking like, wow, like this is cool. And then like, and then it, it just having that call made me think about how that whole process went, which was still early on in my doodles. And I thought like, okay, like this, this is what call collecting is about. Yeah. And, 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 and that's for me, that's not to say this is what call collecting up is about for everyone. Like you might collect calls cause you love red calls. That's awesome. That's 100%. You might, you might collect calls cause, cause you're one of the guys that likes to run waffles and, 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 and you're trading them like stocks again. Yeah. Good on you. Cause there is money to be made there. But like that, that moment turned a corner for me in my brain like that, where it's like, I, I now instantly was like, the only thing I want to look at in my cabin is something that I'm like, I know the story behind that call. I know the story behind that call. I've chatted with that dude. Like, I know where he's from or like, you know what I mean? It was just like, it became this, right? Like, and, and which, which luckily like the, the calls I've gotten from Bobby Hayes lined up because like, we've had a lot of conversations. We've talked about duck hunting. We've like, I've sent him videos back and forth about like, why do I suck so much on a call? Can you help me? Um, and then Rusty Heron, same thing. Like me and him have had uh, like, yeah, I've had more video chats with Rusty Heron than I've probably had with family members on, on a phone. Uh, and we chat and we talk and like, he's been super kind. And like we talk and me and Rusty have talked from everything from, life advice to waterfowl advice to calling advice to just hey what's up so and and that's and that's the same with all these makers right so it, the, the calls now that i have in there i can look at now and say like wow it's a very good representation they're cool looking pieces and then i also think like 40 50 years from now whether these makers become big times um and they become the next chick majors or they don't like you know whether their calls are all of a sudden traded for 500 dollars on the open market or or they disappear into anonymity like the majority of makers it's like i no matter what those stories don't go away for me right so i think that's and that's kind of how i approach hunting is like the stories are always the the biggest value right it becomes way more personal 
Like you'll yeah. be looking back at those calls and you'll remember the conversations that you've had with people, mm-hmm. the interactions you've had with them, whether in person or virtually like this. Yeah. And like, it just becomes something that's, that's way more than just the call. Yeah. It's way deeper yeah. than that. Yeah. Which is really 100%. cool. Yeah. And that's, and that's, it's twofold. It's one A, cause I think it means more and I enjoy that more. And that lights a fire in me more. Uh, and then two shipping to Canada sucks. So whoever lives in the States, like you, I, I know you guys, everyone I've talked to cannot wrap their head around like free shipping does not exist here. Like, even if it's like Canada, Canada, we don't have deals where like spend five bucks and get free shipping. Like that yeah. is never like, I see all of the things in the States are like, Oh, like free shipping with every order. I'm like, what is like, that is insane to me. So, so the majority of calls uh, for me to buy, so like if I buy, say like a $60 call, US, 60 bucks, it's like 35 US to ship it to Canada. So like, it's pretty hard for me to be like, I'm going to go into this world <laughs> and start like trading and swapping calls because I've lost right. money just on, on the car ride. Uh, so every call I, I own at this point, unless, unless something drastic happens where like I, ha- I have to come up with coin, like no, no call in my cabinet uh, is, is going anywhere. Like they're there for one day when my kids decide to take them um and i hand them down to them like they're they're there yeah. for they're there for the long haul so like it, it got less to me about just adding calls because i think there is like there's something so cool about just adding calls um because it's like any gear you want to chase the next and the biggest and the brightest and the fastest right but uh yeah that 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 like i said once that, once that switch flipped it's now my cabinet is just a permanent home for calls that uh, hold some meaning and i have my hunting calls which are which are all out there with me every day and also hold meaning and then i have calls in my cabinet where I may never hunt them. I may hunt them once or twice, but they'll, the stories behind them don't change. Was there a specific call in the cabinet that like sticks out to you? Not anything that like you've paid a lot of money for, but like something just like super, super unique. Super unique. See, to me, they're all unique. They're like kids. I'd be like, what's your favorite kid? Which one's like cooler than the other ones? <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Well, not, it doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be your favorite, just like know, something that like oh, you weren't yeah, expecting. That's that's tough. That's really tough. Um well actually, okay. So I have one call that so I met a guy. Huh, I don't do this, like I'm not a huge social butterfly. So I met a dude online, which is already sounds like a terrible story, but <laughs> I, I met a I met a fella online through Instagram who I don't even know how, I don't remember how we initiated talking. I actually don't remember how that happened, which is weird. Anyway, so at some point we, we private messaged each other. Turned out he was like in my area, which blew my mind because like there's no other people with calls in my area. So maybe it was a listing. I don't remember. Anyway, so popped up. Oh, I remember. He messaged me randomly because he'd seen my, my Facebook like you have with, with calls and he yeah. lives about half an hour away and he said hey i saw you post about his calls do you know anything about call values and i said not a ton but i, I know people who do i can put you in touch i said like what's your facebook he said i don't have facebook i don't have instagram so we'll send me pictures of calls i'll forward them and i'll get you values so that that's how we got there. okay so that's that's how we got talking so then it, it so we we got chatting i ended up out that way for an appointment or something and he was like why don't you swing by my house i was like all right sure which I don't do. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, well, like I was like, another guy who likes duck calls. I'm having a beer with him because I've right. never met anyone else in my area. So show up to his house, turns out doesn't collect duck calls. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Collects decoys. So a whole nother world of oh, waterfowl yeah. collecting, which I was like, awesome. So now I got the tour of all his decoys, which he had some wicked cool decoys. I'm actually really looking forward to him. Uh he he's a brand hunter. So oh, okay, uh, yeah which I've never hunted brand. We have a very small brand season. It's like three weekends and it's oh, okay. not like three weeks. It's like just the weekend. Just the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me is cool. Cause I don't know if you know, like pit boss waterfowl, like you follow yep. that guy at all. Yep. Like he does all the ocean duck hunting. I've seen that. Yep. I'm like, it's insane to me to be out in just water and nothing else and hunt ducks. I don't like it. I love it. The idea so the it. guy that took him on the Drake episode that he was on. Yeah. That's who I went sea duck hunting without in massachusetts oh it's awesome okay nice. so he took jeff out for the tv show okay cool yeah that's it wicked. wild yeah that's really cool yeah so i didn't even know that we have eiders and stuff in my area again because like i'm really close to the ocean but i assume like 
I don't, I don't know. I never looked into ocean duck hunting because like that's an East Coast thing. Right. Thought, like, it's different. I was like the mallards stop at the shore and then there's some pintails and then that's it. Like then it's yeah. just the wasteland of no ducks. But apparently there's like eiders. We have all, all sorts of stuff out there. So uh, so anyway, so went to his house, sight unseen, had had a beer, uh, ended up getting a couple calls off him because he he because uh, in our area, France is kind of like a very traditional style of hunt. Got so it. not a lot of young folks do it. I mean, it's only three weekends of the year. You got to have a lot of specialized yeah. gear. Yep. So it's it's a lot of the old timers who have done it for every kind of thing. So a lot of those old timers, because he's he's roughly my age, like give him some old hand me downs. So he's like, yeah, I gave him these calls. You know what? Why don't you just take them? Because like they weren't they weren't super valuable calls. Is where we're going with all this anyway. So one of them is like an old chieftain call, which is a a, a duck call company out of Ontario that's now long closed. Um, it's worth about four fifty US. Uh, $4.50. So $95 American or Canadian. Sorry. Uh, it's a very expensive Canadian call. Not very expensive. Mm-hmm. Call. No, it's yeah. not. It's like a $10 call in Canada. Even. So uh, it's, but yeah, it's just a weird call that I never thought I would end up with. Uh, again, another Canadian call maker. I didn't know even existed because they're long since closed. It's hideous as all hell. Uh, sounds terrible. The read is like cracked in half. Like it's old. Like it's like, it's just like it, nothing about it is good. <laughs> other than the fact that it's like i don't know i met this weird, random dude who now i'm gonna go brand hunting with i mean we're supposed to have beers tomorrow um yeah so that's the only reason it's in my cabinet is because of that because like other than that it is not nice at all <laughs> but, that's so crazy like it's just yeah. a, another aspect of waterfall too is like you can meet anybody that waterfall hunts and you're more than likely just can't get along with them <laughs> there's a joke uh i don't even know where i saw it. they always say like how do you know a waterfowler's in the room and they go like how it's like they'll tell you and, that's, <laughs> and if you've ever been to a party with a guy who waterfowl hunts that's the case yeah because at some point they'll be like stirring the punch bowl like oh man yeah. like, i put six decoys in here you waterfowl hunt and then like next thing you're done waterfowl. <laughs> it's, like, it's so true yeah they just find a way to work it in conversation like Somebody that doesn't waterfowl hunt and hears that, they're going to be like, this dude's so weird. Yeah, yeah. But But as soon as someone else in the room, like, did he say? You're like, all right. You say decoys? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you drop code words. Like, duck under that doorway. You're like, do you say ducks? Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm partnering (laughs) up with you. But yeah, it's like, that's always, yeah, we love to talk about it. And it's a passionate sport, right? So, and it's it's different. I mean, like, guys are still sensitive about their spots, like deer hunting. And like, no one's going to give you their super secret spot. But because it is like fishing, and it shares so much like land. It's like, well, you're going to go hunt ducks on the same river. I'm going to go hunt ducks on. Right. Might be two different holes. We both have the same odds. Like there's like less, like there is the secrecy, but at the same point, you're all doing the same thing. Whereas right. like deer hunting is like, you're on your grandpa's farm and like only your family's hunted that for like 200 years. And like, if anyone comes within three miles, like you're shooting at him, like it's just a different, like, it's just different again. Yeah. And every, every hunting has its own awesomeness, but yeah, waterfowling is just unique. Yeah. Well, I think if you yeah. live anywhere near water, the the wetland is going to be more abundant than like woods. So like you're going to yeah. you're going to see a lot more waterfowl hunters generally than yeah. deer hunters. Like you'll run into more waterfowl hunters than deer hunters. But like in yeah, my area, f- we still have woods and stuff yeah. and there's a lot of deer hunters still. Mm-hmm. But most of the public land mm-hmm. is where you're going to see waterfowlers in our area at least. I'm trying to think. I don't know which way I'd split it. See, like I'd split it 50 50, probably, to be honest with you. Yeah. Cause like we got a lot of like hunters, like not that they do a lot of hunting in our direct local area, like it's all 45 minutes away that they go hunting, but there's probably more folks. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be 50 50. I would say in our I'd area. say like, yeah. Well, like yeah. for us up by the lake, um, you're generally going to have more, you're going to run into more waterfowl hunters, but like Mm -hmm. in the Southern part of Ohio is where like, we're known for our big deer. So like the state, I would say that the state as a whole has more deer hunters, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't run into deer hunters when I'm on public land. I run into duck hunters Mm -hmm. when I'm on public land, but if you go South, you're going to only see deer hunters because there isn't a lot of water down there. Yeah, I think just because like what we were talking about earlier with our ecosystem being so diverse, like, because if I go, like, if I drive 20 minutes in a straight line, I'm in all like farm fields and like riverbed. Yeah. And if I drive 20 minutes in the opposite direction, I go up like three, 400 feet in elevation. And I'm, I'm now just in like heavily wooded pine forests. Yeah. So like, if I'm up there on public land, I'm not bumping into waterfowlers. 
but if I go sense. the other, like, so like it, it like 50, 50 split, it just depends on where yeah. I throw the dart at the map, but that's, that's, that's only because like, and especially where I am in the Fraser Valley, like if I drive a half an hour in any direction, I'm like, I'm doing anything from skiing to sturgeon fishing to waterfowl hunting to deer hunting all within a half hour anyway. Right. So like, it, I'm very lucky. I'm oh, blessed yeah. to be, to be where I'm at that way. So it's, it's tough to split it. Right. Like, well, I would say we have, if you had to pick the majority of what you'd bump to bump into on public land in my area, it'd be fishermen hands down double. Yeah. If you took waterfowler and deer hunters and combined them, fishermen would triple them yeah. easily. Cause we have like salmon runs. We've got sturgeon. We got so much stuff here. Yeah. And that's a, uh, you know, that's the that's same why for I, us because we're like great Lake Erie. They claim it the walleye capital of the world or yeah. walleye capital of the nice. States. And so oh, like, man we have the craziest walleye fishing and like the lake is so big that like our hatches as good as the catching is the hatches are even better so every year yeah. we end up with a better population and so mm. like people come from all over the really? country to fish here but nobody not like we're not a destination for waterfowl hunting unless people want to like mm. lay out shoot divers in the middle of the lake we have guides for that and like it's yeah. a very specific like yeah it would be a niche trip that you're like, oh, I, I'm doing the, the Grand Slam, mm -hmm. the water or the North American waterfall. Yeah. Slam, and you need like a bluebill, then you mm -hmm. come here. There's tons of them. But like walleye fishing, it's just like, do you can go out and meet fish walleye for a week straight and be like dialed. <laughs> that's and that's up. So Northern BC would be like that. So in Northern BC, we had like dynamite walleye fishing, Northern Pike or Pike, because you guys call them, we call them Northern yep. Pike. Yep. And like big, big boys. And then lake trout that would get big. Yeah. Uh, so like walleye, pike, lake trout, and burbot, which burbot, yep. uh, I don't know if you guys call them the same thing, like freshwater link pod. What they, they, we, call them? we have, we have uh, burbot on like Minnesota yep. and the Dakotas. Yeah. That we don't have them around here. Yeah. So pike. those we have. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Those are the good. Yeah. Growing up, like when you say walleye, the guys still say that, like even on, like in Ontario, they're like, oh, wait, I want walleye fish. I'm like, I haven't had like a, I haven't had a good walleye fry in probably oh shit like sixteen years like this too oh, long. Wow. But I yeah, like grew up eating walleye. Oh man, that's, that rubs it in. <laughs> but like I'm eating sockeye salmon now, so I guess I can't right. yeah. too much, yeah. right? Like, exactly. Although I don't know if it's just like you know like everything's always better when you're a kid. I would yeah. I would I would hands down trade you equal value walleye for sockeye any day. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like so now it's like rainbow trout, sockeye, sturgeon, which you can't eat the sturgeon, but you can catch right. it. Yeah. And like, you know, every other salmon you can imagine, but yeah. And then ocean fishing, you have to go ocean fishing, but yeah, like it's, it's different, right? Same as waterfowl, right? It's just yep. different, different areas. Oh yeah. But even that's Definitely. pretty drastic. Like Northern BC never fished for salmon my whole life. Never, never yeah. like we would eat smoked salmon that we would, you know, buy from the store. But the never, store yeah. yeah. But never eating it. And then come down here and it's like, that's it. That's all there is. What about walleye? Where do they go? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> they just disappear. You, you can't buy that. You can't buy that at the superstore. Let me tell you. No. They don't sell walleye. No. No walleye on the shelves. Yeah. yeah yeah that's awesome though yeah and it is good but yeah fishermen here is way bigger and that's because the, the fraser river is like one of the greatest like fisheries probably in, in north america like the fish like the columbia would be what you guys have and, and they link Got into it. each other right so okay we, that makes we total share, sense yeah we share that a little bit um but yeah because of that it's like yeah we like we have people from um i have a lot of guys i play hockey with that are sturgeon guys and they have people come from norway like all over the world for the white the, the white sturgeon fishing here that's so crazy um, so that's like that's our big bread and butter so and again cheap investment like i mean not cheap but you get a good rod and, yeah and you know you don't need a boat but you get a boat but and then you're good to go till the end of time there's no decoys or something yeah yeah oh fishing's right? so, way easier than water yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely hands yeah. down when you talk limits it was funny i don't know you said it way earlier about just like not always shooting limits and like we used to get creative i used to have a buddy when we fished because it's not hard to catch fish uh, right. here especially like you can you can do real well so we'd, we'd fish and eventually we'd always like at any given point there'd always be one of us it was uh we'd call fishing derby so it was oh, like okay. fishing derby and like from that point on most fish wins that's it <laughs> but then like it would get to the point where like you're like i don't know like you just lose track it wasn't fun so then we like got to this point where it would always be like most like then it would just be like ridiculous stuff like most colorful fish wins or like whatever and so like you get to this <laughs> point where like every fish you caught you're almost trying to sales pitch it like look at the look at the blue hues on this rainbow trout. Like, look at his gill. Like, you're just like, you're like, so, so we, when he waterfowl hunts with me every once in a while and like, we'll have a slow day 
where we've been out for like two or three hours, we each drop a duck or two. So that's what we're doing in the blind. I'm like, well, look at the plumage on this thing. Look at these, <laughs> look at these scapulars. They're way bluer than yours. Like, yours is not winning this, this You're making contest. a competition yeah. out of it. And he's yeah. like, no way. He's like, look at the, look at the orange. Like, our feet are so clean. I'm like, come on now. Like, we're just like, yeah, it was like we're having a beauty pageant with our dead ducks. Because like, you like, you got to do something. We're not going to kill a limit. So it's like, yeah. well, who, who took home the most beautiful duck? Yeah, that's <laughs> and not a always bad thing like, to do either. It's it's so dumb, right? But it's yeah, like one of us shoots a Drake, one shoots a hand. It's like, well, yours is brown and looks like trash. But uh, <laughs> look at the green on this thing, <laughs> like so. And then yeah, then it's just never ending trash talk, which you couldn't do in the you know you couldn't do in the deer blind. But yeah, you're just no. sitting there just just ribbing each other, right? That's yeah, so it's always good. Oh, yeah. You gotta get creative. You gotta find. Of course, it's good. Yeah, well, it's fun anyway. So the, it is. I like to do to close out the the episodes. I always like yeah. to ask somebody or ask the guest, uh, mm-hmm. if money wasn't an option, mm-hmm. this being the too many hobbies podcast, yeah. what hobby, what hobby would you pick up? What I pick up? So like something I don't currently do. Correct. What hobby would I pick up? Call making. Yeah. Call making. Which is one I've like, considered i haven't turned anything that looks I've like i've turned bowls like i have a lathe yeah um, i have not made a call i've not made anything that makes a noise i've not made anything of the shape um call making would be one just and i don't think i would do it with my lathe actually to be honest with you if i'm being totally honest um like you know who uh like uh, dale bordelon is you yes. heard that name yep uh, yeah it's a fellow making like cane calls yep like there's something about that like, I, I, I don't grow cane in my area, I, yeah. I, I guess. Like, I mean, like, some people have, like, show bamboo gardens. I don't know if that's equivalent. <laughs> um, I got <laughs> lots of red cedar, so I can make foam boards. Yeah. Uh, but, like, just that heritage part of it, I think, like, something like that, right? Like, I mean, they, not that I wouldn't turn them on a lathe. But, yeah, I think for me, waterfowling, the part that I lack in my area is the heritage of it. Yeah. Right? Like, there's no, there's no big waterfowl festivals. There's no calling competitions. There's no real history here. Right. Other than the brand hunting, which is why I'm super excited because like brand hunting is the oldest form of waterfowling in my area. So it's going to be kind of neat just to see that aspect of it. But um, oh, yeah. I think, yeah, just getting into the like making a call and would be an interesting, I think like trying to, trying to decipher a tone board. Again, it would be one of those things where like the one thing I like about trying to get good on a duck call is the fact that I probably never will, I guess. It's like it's this, like, like it's always a chase, right? No matter yeah, what, like, chasing oh, I get it's never yeah, yeah. ending. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Cause I find with hobbies, if, if you get good at them, you know, they're just not as funny. Like even they talk to the guys who get super good at waterfowling and they like every hunt, they shoot limits. You get bored yeah. eventually. Right? right. So I'd rather have something where it's like, no, oh, this is going to be hard for a long time, but I'm enjoying yeah. it. So yeah. You're chasing I would say that, that like angle. Exactly. Like I could make a really nice call one day, Yeah. but it's going to come right back to like, Oh yeah, it sounds good, but it could be better. Yeah. 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 Or like it sounds good when you run it and someone else runs yeah. it and it sounds like trash. Like those yeah. some of the stuff the call makers go through blows my mind. But oh yeah. And well, it's like just, with, I think like what oh I was gonna say with Dale and like the stuff that he does, like I mean he's making punt boats. Oh and, like, man, that guy is he had like feathers and crab bags oh, that he was like keeping for down. Uh for, yeah, so he, like all that stuff is just yeah, so there's a, cool. In, 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 I don't know if he yeah if, if he hears this and I'm wrong, but like there's a so there's a some sort of I want to say it's like a school of some sort in his area that that does upholstery or something. So he saves all the feathers for them to make pillows yeah. with, yeah. Uh, which is which is amazing. They just donate that, but like he only saves the pillows to donate to them. But like that's not the point of it. He saves the feathers for the fact that like they used to save feathers. Like everything right. that man does is about the heritage of it. Like yeah, hand carved Piro boats. Yeah. Uh, to like cane calls to like i mean i think his shotgun is like from like 1896 manufacturer like so just old. oh yeah like i yeah. like even when he like said it and he was talking about, i was like i don't even know if that thing's safe to shoot him or like that's all he chooses to hunt with like he's all right. about just where it came from and i think with waterfowling that's a huge part of it like especially down there in the southern states right like here there's not that heritage aspect so for me that's always a big draw just it's cool to see those anything anything is like that though like it's not just waterfowling right. i think no matter what you're passionate about it's cool to know the history like i don't know if uh, i have a buddy who's uh bigger bigger into photography than myself but he he's all about like vintage cameras like yeah 
loves them and like and, like and I film get it, cameras right? and stuff oh yeah. like he like yeah. he loves like the weird like put a gunpowder in a piece of wood and hold it over your head like like yeah. not that he like he i think he owns like one weird one like that but it's just it's just cool to see like what you're doing and where it's come yeah and then like to look at stuff like right like if you pick up a decoy from 1905 that used to kill ducks and you hold it up to a decoy nowadays it's like this is like a lump of crap oh, yeah. like someone it's like someone carved this someone hunted over it. like it has a story right like yeah it's, and the same as those old cameras, same as anything. So yeah, it's yeah just we like, have yeah, a couple of museums around here of like old decoys and stuff because there's like there's a duck uh, duck club in Sandusky Bay by us. That's like one of the oldest uh, duck clubs in the in all of the oh, wow. states. And so like um, we there's a lot of like the heritage, the history yeah. around here, and like I know people that are like into decoy carving and stuff that have given mm -hmm. me like the same rundown and uh like we've gone into the heritage side of all of that and it's it's always so interesting oh, to man. hear about it i could sit in a blind and talk about it all day yeah that's what i like when you bump into one of those hunters like this guy with the brand time thing that i've met or or, or those fellows with the wood ducks program where you like you bumped into the guys who are also passionate about the same aspect and that's what i was getting on earlier where it's like like there's nothing wrong with whatever fires you up and like, I asked that of a lot of people and I've asked that of people on, on podcasts, uh, uh, like when I'm on them or, or even just in general on social media, like, like, what's that thing that fires you up? Cause like when it, when it comes to waterfowl hunting, it's like, you're going to get up, it's going to be piss and shitty rain. It's going to be cold. You're going to be wet. The birds probably aren't going to show up. Yeah. But like, if you talk to any waterfowler, they are still 100% like fire lit to go out there Yeah. at three in the morning, pounding back Red Bulls and like, and, and pep and sheds. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what i mean and and it's like what what does that for you and like to me it's it's that aspect of just like that like connecting talking about the history of it like yeah. just thinking about where it's all been and, and 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 that kind of circles back around to that second point of if you're worried about the gear you have to like, go look at any waterfowl museum and i get the birds have evolved and our gear has evolved and it's like any sport the gear gets better the birds get smarter but like we're talking these guys like uh, um pit boss and punisher did a hunt in pei recently and they still hunt really traditionally in the yep. area where they're in yep so they they just take like old seagrass yeah and and then just like lump it up on a rock so it looks like a duck size like that's it there's no bells and whistles it's some old black rotten seagrass humped over a rock on the beach and black ducks will decoy into it so and they were and they were slaying ducks right like and, and that's and they did it like that because it was like oh yeah that's how we've always done it in our town and like they still like now in modern days put out some decoys and make lumps of seagrass yeah but but so like if they can kill ducks over a lump of old grass like wh why can't you do it over six right like right so yeah just don't get uh don't get too caught like, like it all boils down to it. like the, the heritage of it and 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 all that stuff it just it's all intertwined for me and like it just kind of yeah i don't know why i hit i hit waterfowling shot that first duck started looking into it got into like some of the call community and like i, I would say i just like found my stride of of something that lit me up with yeah. passion and then added one more hobby to the list when i already had probably right. too many <laughs> although i've nixed well, a few actually waterfowling was one of the hobbies where i was like yeah you know what i'll let that other thing go this is way better yeah so that's been good yeah well yeah. it's been a pleasure having you on greg I, uh, man, I, again appreciate it brian yeah really, anytime really anything you, you want to plug while you're on here uh, not, you know what? Like, it's not mine. I'll plug call nuts. Uh, I got, um, I, yeah, it's a, it's a community that I frequent, but it's not, uh, I have zero share stake or anything in that other than, other than just saying like, if you're a waterfowler, um, or a call maker or someone who's curious or interested, and you're just looking for a community of good folks that'll, uh, that'll be open and rally around you. Call nuts is a really good one on Facebook there. Uh, call nuts group, find that sign up. Um, other than that, I don't know, whatever area you're in, if you're in uh, Brian's area, my area, or, or another area of anywhere in North America or wherever you find your, your ass sitting, then if you're curious about waterfowling, like push, get into it. Don't, don't get deterred by everything you see. Don't get caught up in, in all the hype and the buy this and buy that. I mean, that's, that's anything. I can tell you, I, I, I play hockey. Um, and that, the amount of guys I play with that will skate on a pair of skates for a season playing beer league hockey and then buy brand new skates next season. Cause somehow they're going to skate faster, even though they're 20 pounds heavier and, you know, 300 pounds more into their life. 
300, 300 beers more in their life. Like it, it doesn't make a difference. Get out there, have fun, enjoy yeah, it. It doesn't absolutely. matter if it's old beer. And, and if you bump into someone and they frown on you for that or, or, or try to make you feel bad for, for what you're trying to do, then they're not the kind of people you want to hunt with. So just, just shrug it off. Water, water runs, water runs off a duck's back and hopefully lead pellets don't, uh, or steel, I guess, depending <laughs> on your area. So that's, that's the dream. Right. But yeah, I think just get out there, enjoy whatever it is. And if it's, and, and, and that goes for any hobby, I think like to, to, to the, to the form of your podcast. I mean, if it's photography, if it's doodling like me, yeah. like, uh, so to round this whole thing off, like I got like, I doodle for people in an industry that are actually somebody <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just a dude who doodles out of nowhere as of like eight months ago or whatever October was. It's that's, I can't even count backwards. That tells you my level of uh, intelligence, but um, so I bought an iPad out of nowhere. I started doodling and here I am doodling and talking to folks and that I would have never connected with. And I'm making connections. I'm enjoying myself. Uh, I still have no idea what I'm doing. So for anyone that's curious, I use an app called procreate. So like there's no secrets. Um, it has a pencil function and a paper function and then about 3000 other functions, but I use those two, uh, and I'm comfortable with those cause they're not very complicated. So, but get, you know, just take those swings, take those swings of things that you think you might like, cause life is short. And if you don't like them, don't go buy 300 decoys first and find out you don't like it. Go buy six, find out you don't like it. And then go try the next thing. Exactly. That's that. That's it. That's not a plug. That's just life advice. Hopefully, that gets a few more folks out into the field. I'm sure it will. Yeah, and I appreciate like again, man, like your photography, watching your stuff. Like I said, it's I, I do all my doodles off of photos. Um, I hate I hate doing doodles off of doodles because it just feels like this weird. I don't know. So I'm always like scrolling like fr- like free uh, free license photos in the class. Yeah. Like so, but your your photography, man, is 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 bar none. Some of the like uh, like if there's you and there's. Uh, Matthew Hicks. Matthew Hicks. He lives like two hours from me. Oh man, yeah. you're two guys. Like some of the shots you get, I think to myself sometimes, like this must have been like four thousand shutter clicks for this millisecond of time to be on a piece of paper. You'd like, be you know surprised. I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, what you guys do is gorgeous. And he and does he, a he's a lot more risky in the stuff that he gets, but pays yeah. off. Yeah, he does some he does some pretty insane stuff. Yeah. Man, both of you guys are doing awesome. I I, I love it. But yeah, you. Like like you, I mean, you had to snap those first photos at some point. Yep. Right. And then you so go it, down I mean, a rabbit hole, and then yep. you end up here. Exactly. The so way it goes. Yeah. There's there's a reason lots of folks have too many hobbies, but yeah. you, you don't you don't find out the ones you enjoy until you give them a try. Exactly. So well, that's, that's a good way to end it off. Appreciate it again. Thank yeah, you, absolutely. And it was, anytime. It's been Ever. a pleasure. And uh, this will be up on the Too Many Hobbies YouTube channel, and it'll be on any of the streaming platforms. So appreciate it. Uh, I'll uh, when it goes up, let me know, and I'll make sure I repost it around so everyone can uh, take a look at this ugly mug. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on. Enjoy the rest of your night. Yep.